I've learned a lot these past few weeks. Today's episode, the final episode, is going to summarize why I started this work, what I've learned, and how it can be useful to everyone inside and outside of the academy. You're listening to The Center. Returning back to episode one, a large part of why I wanted to look into this work is because of my experience as an undergraduate student at UNC Chapel Hill. During my time there, I felt unheard and unsafe, and I think had this work been available to me, I would have had the tools to advocate for myself and give voice to everything I was experiencing. So yeah, I've learned a lot, but I'm going to summarize my takeaways in three points. So one, um, I now know what the Black student success model is and why that matters to me. Just to restate what you already know, the model has three overarching principles that center the inclusion of Afrocentric pedagogy into the curriculum, assessment revisions based on that pedagogy, and the the recognition that the model includes everyone. This matters to me personally because, as I mentioned earlier, I finally have a solid theory to reference when wanting to enact change in institutions around me. The second point I want to take away is the fact that racism is alive within universities across America. Of course, we knew this beforehand, but from my experience, some people are kind of afraid to call what happens racism, so I'm glad that the scholars I've researched aren't afraid to do that. It's important to call it what it is. The third and final point I want to take away is that the model can apply to everyone involved in higher education. Thinking back to episodes two and four, where I reference Carter G. Woodson's work, The Miseducation of the Negro, which is referenced in context with Elaine Richardson's work, African-American literacies, the system is failing Black students, and as an extension, all students, because of its refusal to actively engage with critical thoughts beyond ones rooted in Eurocentricity. In addition to this, with the changing racial demographics in higher education, as noted by Perryman, Clark, and Craig, open discussions about race are necessary for future developments in higher education. Overall, I've learned a lot. And I'm grateful to have completed this project because I now have the vocabulary to describe what happened to me as an undergraduate student. And I hope this podcast has helped you all learn a little bit more about race within writing program administration. I want to give a special thanks to Dr. Chris Anson for showing me this work. And thank you all for listening to the center. This week in order of their appearance, I reference Chapter 5 and Chapter 1 of Black Perspectives in Writing Program Administration. Both are written by Stacey M. Perryman-Clark and Colin L. Craig. I also reference Elaine Richardson's work, African American Literacies, specifically Chapter 6, duking it out with the powers that be, centering African American-centered studies and students in traditional curriculum. And finally, Jeffrey A. Snyder's work, Progressive Education in Black and White, rereading Carter G. Woodson's Miseducation of the Negro. Thank you all again for listening. Goodbye.